Good morning, Nachum. Good Rav Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas for Eschanan. Not by chance, the rabbis set it up that the Shabbos after Tisha B'Av we read Parshas for Eschanan. This is also Shabbos Nachamu, as it comes from the Haftorah, from chapter 40 in Yeshayahu, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. Literally, the Navi says, Comfort comfort my people. Now, I'd like to suggest something which to me is exceptionally meaningful. If I were to ask anyone, where is this Nechama coming from? So you're going to say to me, from the prophet Yeshaya. And you are certainly right. Because as we say in the bracha, after each time we read a Haftorah, the davar echod midvarecha, the words of the Navi, every single word will come true. Which is why we didn't say Tachanun on Tisha B'Av. We did not say Ovinu Malkeinu on Tisha B'Av. Which is why we have the incredible resiliency that just a few days ago we were sitting on the ground and we are crying. And this Shabbos we are on our way, our way to Nechama. So it's not only the Novi Yeshaya which is comforting us, but I'd like to suggest that the very reading of Parshas Va'eschanan with its 12 mitzvos, 8 positive and 4 restrictions, the Kriyas HaTorah itself is a form of Nechama. And what do I mean? I'd like to contrast this week's parsha with last week's parsha. Last week's parsha of Devarim, which is read annually before Tisha B'Av, contained but two mitzvos, and those two mitzvos did not apply to any one of us listening individually. What does that mean? It applied, these are mitzvos tziburi, it's a mitzvah on the community, to, to com- to appoint one proper judges and then that that judge who is appointed should be an honest judge and not be intimidated by any other litigants. That was last week. Take a look this week you have among the mitzvahs and we'll discuss this in a moment you have the mitzvah of the Aseris Adibros Anochi Hashem that the existence of God, the belief in God is found in this week's parsha, And, aside from the rest of the Ten Commandments, you have the mitzvah of Kriyashma, to recite morning and night, literally our pledge of allegiance to Hashem. We had the pledge of allegiance concept first, and we have it every night and every morning. Inside that Pledge of Allegiance, as we'll see, is the mitzvah to love God, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, the mitzvah of Tefillin Shel Yad, the mitzvah of Tefillin Shel Rosh, the mitzvah of Mezuzah, and at the end of the parsha is the prohibition of intermarriage. And so, I want to take it from a different perspective. I want to say that the Torah itself gives us the Chama, the Torah itself and the mitzvahs to which it has is presenting that the word mitzvah from the Hebrew word tsevet, tzadivav, vav tav, 
or the Aramaic word tzavta, which means to bind. These mitzvos bind the Jew to Hashem. So the mitzvos themselves create a state of being of Nechama, that just as on Tishabav we felt distanced on this Shabbos Nachamu, we begin to feel a closeness to Hashem. The Sefer Achinoch writes in his introduction, and this is so important, that there are six mitzvos tadiros. Tadiros means that there are six mitzvos that are literally constant, always, capital A, always there, always that a Jew should ideally have this in his mind as we go about our day. And take a look and see, I believe, that four out of these six mitzvos are found in Parshas Vaeschanan. The first of these six is La'amin, to believe. Sheyesh Eloka Echod Ba'olam. I'm reading from the Be'er Halacha, the commentary of the Chavetz Chaim Zechatzadik Levracha, at the very beginning of the Shulchan Aruch. This is the second Be'er Halacha in the Mishnah Brura. So the first mitzvah which is a constant mitzvah, is to believe in Hashem and to understand that this comes from the first of the Ten Commandments, Onochi Hashem Elokecha, and the fact that it says that He took us out of Egypt is not simply a historical fact. It's to teach that as He was integrally involved in every aspect of our life then, so too is he involved in every aspect of our life now. That's the first of the six. And the second of the six is, Shalona min bishum Elohim zula so. That is to believe in no power other than Hashem. And that too comes from this week's parsha, the second of the Ten Commandments, Lo Elohim Achirim Al Ponoi. And that is, what does that mean in simple English? That there is no room for any kind of shituf. What does that mean? Of sharing God, no room for a trinity, no room for anything but the belief in one God, which is so, and he alone is able and does, he needs no help. He's There is no concept of time with Hashem. Past, present, and future is all one, as indeed his name is. The third of the six is Liyachado, which is found in this week's parasha, to believe in the oneness of Hashem. And so when we say Shema Yisrael, it doesn't only mean listen Israel, it means listen as I declare with absolute conviction, with absolute certainty, an incredible sense of being positive. Shema, I proclaim Yisrael, literally I'm proclaiming to Yisrael our Av, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yisrael, as his children did and recited Shema Yisrael according to the Talmud. But it means that we are speaking and we are telling one another Shema Yisrael. Literally, we are speaking about 
Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, the oneness of God. Okay, and that is so important, and that is that once again, He alone is the one who is Mashkiach, supervises, controls, and brings about a beautiful world, word, the destiny of man, and specifically the destiny of the Jew. The fourth mitzvah of the six is li'ava, to love Hashem. I love God. That's proclaimed every day in the Shema. You are to love God. Now, how does it come? How do you come to love God? Number one, every morning, every night, before we say the Shema, what is the bracha that we say before the Shema? Ohev Amo Yisrael, that God loves the Jewish people. And therefore, it's easy to reciprocate love when you know that love is being directed towards you. And go further says the actual Shema itself. How do we come to love God? Literally by knowing and studying His Torah. The more the Jew studies His Torah, the more the Jew lives His Torah, the more God, the Jew realizes how much he loves Judaism, how much he loves God. When the rabbis say that more than the Jews have kept the Shabbos, the Shabbos has kept the Jew. You speak to anyone who is Shomer Shabbat, forget about the fact they wouldn't give it up for a million dollars, but you don't understand, it's their life. It's such a gift, it's such a present. And so when we say it's me'ain olam haba, it's literally a taste of the world to come. It's true. Shabbos is such a gift from God. And the more you study about Shabbos and the more you keep Shabbos, this is such a present. So this is the fourth of the constant mitzvos, li'ava, to love Hashem. And the fifth of the a constant mitzvot is lios yiras Hashem. A person is to fear Hashem, to recognize that He's there all over, and so he should conduct himself in a proper way, and hopefully abstain from sin. And that's found in next week's parsha of Akev. And finally, the sixth one, which is found in the third paragraph of the Shema at the end of parsha Shlach, Shelo Natur. Literally, not to stray from Hashem with my heart or my eyes. So four out of these six are found in parshas for Eschanan. What an incredibly powerful parsha! And so once again, the parsha itself is one that gives us Nechama. I just want to remind everyone that this coming Monday is Tuba'av. And if you go to the end of the Gemara Tanis, 30b, you're told that there are some very special things that happen on Tuba'av. And the first thing the Talmud tells us is Yom Shehutru Shvatim Lavo Zebozeh. This was the day that the tribes were permitted to inter 
marry. In other words, a girl from one tribe can marry a man from another tribe. And so this increased Shiduchim and increased Jewish homes and increased Shechina be Israel. And going further, the Talmud tells us that aside from Sheva Binyamin, which was permitted now, once again, the tribes will take a look in the Gemara. I can't go into each of these things now, but I just want you to understand that the Talmud says that this was the day that they stopped dying in the Midbar. Now, what does that mean very quickly? When the decree came that, unfortunately, those that believed the decree the uh, report of the spies. They were destined to die in the desert. So they didn't die throughout the year. They each dug a grave on the night of Tisha B'Av. And so every year 15,000 died. On the last year, the 15,000 thought they made a mistake because they woke up in the morning. And each night they went back into the grave until Tuba'av. They looked up, they saw the full moon and they realized that Shem had forgiven the last 15,000 and allowed them to go into Eretz Yisrael. It's a day of divine winking to the Jewish people. And that is so important. If you go further in the Gemara there, it's a day that Betel Hosea ben Eilah, the king removed the pros dios, the, um, those, uh, what do you call it, when you are um, unfortunately not permitted to go, okay? There were barriers that Yeruvim ben Nevat prevented Jews from going to Aliyah Loregel. He was afraid if they would go, they would join the tribe of Yehuda. And so he put roadblocks, that's the word I was looking for. And these roadblocks were taken down. And again, a day the Jews got closer to Hashem. And the Talmud continues and says, this is the day that the unbelievable miracle that we say in our Birkas HaMazon every day, the fourth bracha of Atova Metiv, that the dead of Betar, thousands and thousands of corpses for two and a half years were not buried. Hashem provided a miracle. Hatov Shalom Hisrichu. It means that Hashem made a miracle that these bodies did not decay in the sense that they did not give off disease. And finally, Vahmetiv, the bracha, Tov Vahmetiv, the fourth bracha, literally Hashem confers good. What does that mean? Shenitnu Likfura, that they had burial. The Talmud tells us this is the day they stopped bringing the wood because the wood that was brought to the Mizbeach had to be completely dry. And after this, the, the summer intensity begins to wane. What emerges from all this is that this Shabbos of Parshas Ve'eschanan and this Monday of Tuba'av is an opportunity for us to realize that we are the beneficiaries of Hashem's wink. I just want to conclude with a little bit of an ouch, and that is as follows. When I was growing up, as so many listening here, the term six million to us meant only one thing, that there were six million Kedoshim, unfortunately, six million who died in the Shoah, in the Holocaust. Now, listen carefully, at that time, there was approximately six million Jews living in the United States. Now, there are six million Jews, Cain Yerbu, living in Eretz Yisrael. But here comes a big ouch. Now, 
there's less than six million Jews living in the United States. The mitzvah of the prohibition of intermarriage, which happens to be mitzvah, tough, chaf, zayin, the 427th mitzvah, according to the Chinuch, is a terrible ouch. Hearing this, we should all try our best to make shiduchim, to make shiduchim within the observant Jewish community, to take a time. There, there are unfortunately so many who need shiduchim and stop without meaning those who are not yet let them marry, please God, Jewish. That's such an important concept. And that's what this parsha is teaching us. And I pray that our learning the parsha, our living the parsha, will hopefully make that term, six million, once again, positive, as long as we are still here in Golos. Shabbat Shalom to all.